Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Memoirs come in so many shapes, sizes, and flavors. There's so many different kinds of memoirs. Have you ever heard of a prescriptive memoir? I didn't until just now. And you're going to learn how a prescriptive memoir can help people who have mental health issues heal and write their book and help other people. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I've written more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book strategist, which means that I can help you write your book as a book coach, developmental editor, or ghostwriter. Let's get started. Our guest today is Cindy Chosick, and she is the expert on writing memoirs that actually help people heal. Cindy, how have you? How did you get involved in this? Oh, Dan, thanks for having me. I um, it's it's a pleasure to be with you today. It's it's kind of been a journey and in, in getting involved in this. Uh, first of all, I've always wanted to be a therapist, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I started my business, I was attracting therapists, coaches, business owners, and um, and counselors. And so it, it kind of ended up becoming part of who I am today. And one of those people are ghostwriter and a book coach for people who want to write their own books uh, or have me write their book. And it, it's really interesting, the evolution of it, because I did start off like many of us do in ghostwriting, writing business books, because I have a very uh, wide variety of a background in business, in all areas of business. And then uh, I really was more drawn to the personal stories that had an impact to make and help people change their lives and save their lives and then celebrate their lives. And so that's kind of where we've been going. um, And the the authors that I'm working with are going in that direction. Uh, And they come to me and I talk with them. And usually there's some, it's it's about some type of traumatic event that happened in their life that they don't want anybody else to deal with, or if they have, that they get the tools to deal with it differently, or just get a new perspective on something. And it's, it's been quite a journey. So all the psychology classes I took in high school, you know, are, are now I'm able to do some kind of not official therapy, but definitely counseling, coaching, guiding, teaching uh, my authors and, and how to write their book. Fantastic. Did you come up with the term prescriptive memoir? Or is that out in the vernacular? No, it's been out there for a while. Uh, for instance, um, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is a prescriptive memoir. And what that means is the difference is that you can write a memoir about a significant event in your life or about your life, or you could include that information in another in another section, um, not another section of the book, but sections of the chapter and integrate it with a how-to formula. So that's the difference is that it's kind of a how-to book, but it has personal information and, and stories about your life and how you come through uh, 
different challenges with it and what your lessons are learned and then what the action items are that the reader needs to take heed of. Oh, okay. That, that's fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that anyone would have considered Seven Habits. Uh, I thought that uh, that kind of book, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't remember being that revealing of his personality and his issues. Um, so it's tell me. It's one of the many books that are listed as prescriptive memoirs. What are some of the others that people could model or look at? Oh, gosh. Um, I would guess that um, Jen Cicero's book. How to be a badass or something. Oh, yeah. A badass yeah. book. Definitely yeah. one. Um, Gwendolyn Doyle. Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. You know, all those types of people, those authors. Uh, I think Brene Brown has probably shared a lot of her personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Joyce Martyr, one, one of my favorite authors and friends, uh, wrote The Financial Mindset Fix. And she talks about her uh, journey. Um, to how to run businesses and create wealth by fixing your own mental health issues. So I think it's really common. I just don't think the, the, the verbiage of prescriptive memoir is something that a lot of people come through by. How does it differ from a traditional memoir? Well, traditional memoir, there are, it's more about the person's life. So Michelle Obama, um, if she, since she wrote a, a memoir, autobiography, sort of, uh, that is more memoir type because it's about her life. And there's not a lot of, oh, here's what you can do to change it. Um, and this is what you, you know, there's not a lot of lessons learned and action items for other readers to take heed of. It's more about here, here's how I became this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not exactly. If you do all these things, you'll marry a future president of the United States. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How did I land up? That's our next one. <laughs> right. So um, what kind of information do you need to include uh, for a, this kind of memoir? Oh, well, the authors that I work with, uh, we always start off with, well, what is the concept of your book? Similar to any other book. Yeah. Uh, why do you want to write it? What is the lesson you want your readers to learn about it, the overall arching lesson? And what are the stories that support that lesson? Mm-hmm. And then what kind of action steps do you want your readers to take? Sounds pretty easy formula to follow. And if you mm-hmm. have a good coach or a ghostwriter, it should be pretty easy to get out of people. You know, I once had a client who wanted to write a memoir and she was very well, she, it really felt like therapy and I'm not a therapist. And I really, we, we did not write that book, but she kept on avoiding doing it for the longest time. There's always someone visiting or they're going on vacation or someone was sick or a million different excuses. She want, I think she really did want to write the book, but there's probably something in her that said that she didn't want to write the book or couldn't deal with the issues. And it was abuse. It was just stuff that I don't even want to deal with. I deal with business books. Right. Perfect for you. Um, (laughs) I'm wondering if other people who are listening to this are having that same kind of procrastination or fear of something that prevents them from getting started. You've worked with a lot of clients like this. How do you get them over that hump? Because a lot of self-revealing and self-reliving some really bad situations, I would think. How do you coach people through that? 
it, it, it can be difficult. Uh, some people do need to have a therapist during the process of ghostwriting a, a book like this uh, that is going to reveal some traumatic experiences or something difficult that they lived through. Um, there's, a, you know, the, these are the days where I have to put my counseling hat on and put my coaching hat and, and Edward Scissorhands <laughs> aside <laughs> and really walk them through and talk through them about what they're feeling. There are times where we have to go on pause and then there are times where uh, I just had a client recently tell me that, you know, he's um, he's gone through some really, really difficult situations uh, for the last 13 years. And he's writing about it. We're writing a prescriptive memoir. And he said, Cindy, he's like, I'm two thirds of the way through this outline. And he's like, I'm not the same person I was six months ago when we started. He's like, I'm sick of crying about myself. And so there's this healing process and to get to that, it's a lot of work. And it's really important when you're writing a book about this, these types of topics, whether it's depression, anxiety, abuse, um, you know, accidents, deaths, any type of loss, that you have someone there to coach you through it and to be a good listener and to help you strategize, well, what is the purpose of this chapter? What are we trying to get out of this lesson? And what do we want the people to read? And uh, oftentimes the, the big things that I coach people on is that, you know, let's just take it little bit at a time, little baby steps to get through it. And, uh, and then the next thing is, you know, take a break, you know, just take a break. If it gets to be too emotional, where it's really preventing you from getting there, then let's think of a different way to use it or a different way to bring it up. And then sometimes, you know, I push them through it and say, this is, you came to me, you wanted to write this book, let's do it together. And just kind of, you know, coach them along to get it done. Uh, it, because it can be, it is so transformational when you write about this, these parts of your life. And the most important thing is that you, you've been called. Not everybody who goes through the same things that we go through is called to write a book and share it. So there's a lot of vulnerability. There's a lot of trust. There's a lot of uncertainty about it. And we need to keep a focus that we're writing it for the reader, right? When we can use our own pain and our own struggles to, to help other people change their lives, sometimes save their lives or celebrate their lives in our stories, then for me and so many of the authors that I work with, it makes what we went through worth it and it gives it some purpose. And then we have a stronger purpose about what we're doing in this world. And then we can use that to advance our, our, um, our profession, uh, expand our, our careers or, you know, do other things in our lives. Because once, as you know, once you become a published author, your whole life changes. It, you know, you, you have more confidence in yourself, you feel good about yourself, and you're able to, you know, make your mark on the world. And, and we leave a legacy, which is super important. And I think that's a piece that we always forget about. Uh, I can actually, I can, I, I really, um, I'm very empathetic with and, and a little intuitive. So I can really zone in on when people are feeling really frustrated or um, really unsure about what they're writing. So we work through that. And I actually have a, a book I need to write on narcissism for an author who passed away. And I was at a writing retreat. It was one day writing retreat. And I said, okay, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get the, I'm going to work on the table of contents of what I'm going to bring to the table. 
And I started working on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so emotional. But I couldn't do it. And I thought, oh my gosh, the ghostwriter is going to have to hire a ghostwriter to write her own book because <laughs> it's very difficult to write about these emotions. So I understand. I, I completely understand. And I think that's part of, you know, why people who want to write these kinds of books are attracted to me and why we get along so well. Uh, but my favorite part is seeing the growth. And I've had uh, women and men who are writing business books that have bits of traumatic events in there or growth areas of their life. And I've seen them heal from, you know, traumatic job experiences and things like that. So I think any book we write, we have the opportunity to heal uh, if there's something there that needs to be healed. And it's extraordinary. Great. Two quick questions as we close up. Uh, How long does it generally take to write a book like that? Well, uh, now, you know, Go ahead. I'm sorry. What was your other question? How how many pages should should there be in a book like that? We 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 aim for thirty five thousand to fifty thousand, mm-hmm. depending on how many chapters there end up being, uh, and how quickly we want to get the lessons out there. Sometimes we need to elaborate on the stories, and they need to be longer chapters. And sometimes, you know, they could be really short vignettes, and just you know, here it is, you know, one, two, three. Uh, but between 35,000 and 50,000 words. And I now uh, I'm taking nine months to do a 50,000 word book because we were trying to cram it in six months. We were trying to do it in six months and we're just, it, it's such a cram because you have to allow for the ebb and flow of the creative and then the emotional. So nine months is, is really a good plan, a good solid plan. Right. One final question. What should you exclude from the book? Anything, good question, anything that is going to harm someone else's uh, feelings and reputation. Hmm. Good points. Well, thank you for being with us today. And if you want to write your book in a flash, we have more than 100 videos to help you along your journey. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.